0: Your host, Beth Ann.
2: And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, my pleasure to be here with you today. It is a mission and it is a calling. As we go to the Lord in prayer, of course, we are thinking of what happened yesterday. So my prayer will be just a little different today. So, I'm, And I'm going to ask you, if you have not already done so, if you have your flags out, hanging proud, put them at half-mast for these lost military. In our devotional this morning, we were actually, must have read the wrong one yesterday, so we skipped to yesterday's and read it today. Isn't it amazing? The scriptures out of Ephesians five fifteen through 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. For such a time as this, dear Lord, we honor our military, worthy men and women, who gave their best when they were called upon to serve and protect this country. We pray that you will bless them, Lord, for their unselfish service in the continual struggle to preserve our freedoms, our safety, and our country's heritage for all of us. Bless them abundantly for the hardships they have faced, for the sacrifices they have made for their many different contributions. They have always fought against oppression and tyranny. And, Father, now I fear they are the ones in such a state. Be with their families, Abba, Father. Protect the innocent who are about to be left behind in the wake of terror, terror and evil. I know, Father, nothing shocks you off your throne. You reign over all. But, Father, we are confused and we are in fear. We are desperately in need of you to show us the path and then give us the wisdom and the good sense to walk that path. The fight never ends. And although I know the battle is already won, I feel tired of the Father. I feel discouraged at times. But my hope is not in me, it's not in my feelings. My hope is in not in this world. My hope is in my victory, and that is in you. Isaiah forty thirty one, you've told us that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. The song says, And I will raise you up on eagles' wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, and make you to shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm of his hand. It is for such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. You know, it wasn't supposed to be war yesterday, but today it should be. And if we had any leadership at all, it would be a very short war. Just like that. See then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. While yesterday's horror rained down on the U.S. military and the Afghans trying to escape, it was an escape, a retreat, but it was not a battle or a war. But the Taliban or the ISIS-K, whoever you want to give credit to, don't stand and face their enemy. They just wreak havoc and fear as they are willing to blow themselves up or one of their captives In order to kill many at one time. Evil? Yes. But more evil than them are the U.S. politicians in this country. Their arrogance, their callousness, their selfishness, their hypocrisy, their want for attention and power. They make me sick. It is now deleted, but on Thursday, yesterday, MSNBC so-called intelligence analyst, Malcolm Nance, one of the most... Hateful Democrat propagandist in the media sparked outrage by dismissing the deaths of dozens of American servicemen in an Afghan suicide bombing, telling Americans in his tweet, Deal with it. Does that make you angry? He could have said, What difference does it make? Nancy Pelosi yesterday celebrated equality, equality Day while we have Marines dying in Afghanistan. In a woke statement on Thursday honoring the anniversary of the adoption of the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi prioritized women's equality, equality over the suicide bombings in Afghanistan, which took the lives of U.S. citizens, troops, women, and children. This is the same woman who believes men and women can be women. So, as the famous Hillary might say, what difference does it make if we have a 19th Amendment? I mean, we're no different, are we, Rudy? Well, I thought we were. Carvel. Oh, Carvel. Media's Afghanistan coverage was hysterical and stupid. In his defense, he said it on Wednesday before the blowing up yesterday. But would he say it any different today? I doubt it. Because he went on to talk about how when you lose a war, you lose face. Big deal. You're not going to look good. It's not Biden's fault. Their arrogance makes me sick, does it you? Hillary screamed, what difference does it make after our men were killed in Benghazi? She abandoned them. And just like O'Biden Biden, and just, just like old Biden is about to do, to thousands of Americans, men, women, and children. What difference does it make? Well, Hillary lost an election because of her arrogance and her incompetence, her callousness regarding the American soldiers. And Trump was elected. Twice. But they couldn't have that, you know. To get the lowdown on that, I challenge you, even if you don't have a computer, go to the library and look up Freedom... I'm sorry... FrankSpeech.com The Communist Democrat Party has been fighting and cheating and lying and ruling as hard and fast as they can. To them it makes no difference what they do how many Americans die because of their arrogance and their stupidity, if our economy crashes because of their irresponsible spending, 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 if our children are uneducated because of their indoctrination, if Americans are out of work, if there is crime epidemic throughout the land, if there is obstruction or ju- of justice by their unconstitutional behaviors and legislation, if there is burning and looting, if there is death, it makes no difference to them. They are quite indifferent about it, as a matter of fact, because they are never held responsible. All the talk by Republicans now of impeachment or filing, firings of generals and some other, some form of accountability, it will all die down again. O'Biden and his Obama network administration will continue to carry out their turning of America to communist China. Democracy. Socialism, communism, are all evil. They o- the only people who want them are the powerful, wealthy elite. You, my friends, will be their subjects, their slaves, their peasants. Whose hands are responsible for yesterday? Oh, Biden? Cackling absent Kamala? The generals who are more concerned about woke than winning a war or keeping Americans safe? Or is it the lying media who never get it Right. Or the loudmouth Joy Bihar and Paris Morgan, the late-night comedians who see themselves as political puppets today? Or is it every single Democrat and Trump hater who jumped on the lying bandwagon, who continue to curse the conservatives and call us enemies? Who really is responsible? We'll talk about that later. And we will be right back. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and, of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, Rule America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be a stick in your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check we offer free shipping 90 day supplies and we bill medicare or your insurance directly call now and say goodbye to finger pricks
0: 800-418-5778 800-418-5778 800-418-5778 that's 800-418-5778
2: and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bring an America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, CSETalkRadio.com and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code Bethann and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com And we have returned to listening to CSB Talk Radio. This is Ben Ann. When I left, I asked you, who is responsible for the mess that this country is in? Is it us, America? For never holding any of them accountable. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the days are evil, what difference does it make America if we refuse to hold these people accountable for their lives and for the death of our own? I uh sadly was looking <laughs> at um thinking yesterday when they were talking about impeachment or he should step down or he should do this or he should do that. Of course, Kamala, cackling Kamala is next in line. She's over there in Vietnam right now talking to the LGBTQ, promoting that. <laughs> you see, they really don't care. They really do not care about anybody. And if you happen to be a member of the LGBTQ, they don't care about you. Put on a uniform and go to Afghanistan and see what happens. See if you're treated any better, any different. You will not be. So who's in line after all this? I thought, well, I know at least up to Pelosi. I know that. Who comes after that? Well, Secretary of State. (laughs) No, 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 I'm sorry. President Pro Tem of the Senate. And who does that happen to be? Patrick Lehay, I guess that's how you say his name. He's from Vermont. Then number four, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. After that, Secretary Treasurer Janet Yellen, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, Attorney General Merrick Garland. Oh Lord, help us all. Secretary of Interior Deb Haaland. Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack. Yeah, he's done so much. He's made U- the USDA a welfare state. Secretary of Commerce, Gino Raimondo. I, I'm probably not saying these right. Remando or something. Secretary of Labor is number 11. That's Marty Walsh. Number 12, Secretary of Health and Human Resources. I'm sorry, Services. Xavier Vicara, the one who wants to kill children. Oh, he's an evil man. Secretary of Housing and Urban Development, Marcia Fudge. Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg. Oh, my goodness. That man couldn't fight his way through a paper sack. Secretary of Energy, Jennifer Granholm. Secretary of Education is number 15. That's Miguel Cardona. And number 16, Secretary of Veteran Affairs, Dennis McDonough. And the last one will be Secretary of Home Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. Every one of them is, uh, for lack of a better word, a communist. Every one of them believe in the woke. Every one of them believes hate the military. The left hate our military. Do you see that? So they can care less if they're killed over there in bombings, and they can care less if you get bombed over here. I think we all know that Carvel is an evil man. (laughs) Anybody who stands with Hillary Clinton can't be good, right? He says, this was his statement. And like I said, in his defense, it was Wednesday, not Thursday, when we actually lost our troops. We lost this war 15 years ago. All Joe Biden is just telling us what time it is. And the hysterical, stupid coverage of the mainstream press has been awful. But you see, even the mainstream media has seen some things. Although yesterday they... They made it awful easy for Joe Biden in his press conference. That was the saddest, most pitiful thing I have ever seen in my life. I have more strength than that man. I have more get to it than that guy. And I'm far from presidential material. This man says when you lose a war, you don't look good. The war was lost a long time ago, and Joe Biden had nothing to do with it. He just wanted us out of that. Yeah, out of it at any cost of life. You don't leave people behind. So we celebrate women's rights in America. As they're putting men into women's sports. As they refuse to even allow us to be called mother. So what kind of rights do the women in Afghanistan, the Taliban's, women have? What kind of rights do they have? Women are not allowed to walk out of their homes without a burqa covering of every inch of their skin, including their feet, their hands, and their face. It's kind of hot over there. Most women during that period opted for the shuttlecock burqa that covered them from head to toe, there was a little gap for their eyes but with a net for mesh. Because you see if a man gets excited by looking in their eyes it's their fault not his fault for being a dirty dirty old man. It was mandatory for every woman to be accompanied by a male family member or a blood relative while she was out on the street. No man should be able to hear the footsteps of a woman. Hence High heels are out. (laughs) Or any kind of footwear that... No flip-flops, I guess, no flip-flops. Produce a sound while walking. They're banned from use by women. Men can do anything they want, but not the women. A woman's voice must not even reach the ears of a man who is not related to her. Hence, she must watch the level of her sound. She was producing while talking. Would it be Islamophobia? if we said that the Taliban had perfectly perfected the textbook version of silencing a woman? Again, as women were prohibited from being viewed by men who were not related to them by blood, it was mandatory that the windows of all the ground floors be painted in dark tents, covered or shut at all times, just in case a woman passed by and became visible. Who makes up this stuff? Where was Pelosi? Well, Pelosi's busy. And the word woman was removed from all public places or names of public places. You know, you can't say mother. It's birthing person. Oh, wait a minute. That's America. That's not Afghanistan. These things are what they promote. Omar, she's one of them. Tlaib, she's one of them. Presley, I don't know what she is. These women are evil in our country, trying to take your rights away. You don't believe they don't think you should even deserve the title mother, whether you're adopt an, a mother who adopts children because you love so much or a mother who gave birth. It goes without saying that women were not allowed to be in the movies or television. They must not have very good shows over there. <laughs> Little girls are banned from going to school. Numerous schools imparting uh, education of children have been bombed and burned by the Taliban. They just did that last week. They just did that. They killed a whole bunch of girls, young children, because they were in school. There's no winning a war over there unless you actually capture it all. America, we're in trouble because not only has he been willing to leave our people behind and put our military in harm's way, he's bringing thousands, tens of thousands of Afghanistans here. They say they're vetting them. There's no way to vet them. How long did that background check take as they were shoving them all in the planes? They don't even know who they are. They can't tell one from the other until they see which direction their bullets are shooting. My brother, who just recently had COVID, was in yesterday. A Marine. He's angry. He's in horrible shape health-wise, but he's ready to go to war. He's so angry. What difference does it make, America? America. For these days are evil. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I want you to think about it. Seriously think about What can you do? Because you can do a whole lot to bring America home. So we will be right back. Good
0: that live down the street.
2: We turn, to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. It's kind of an emotional thing for me, as I'm sure it is for most of you. But America, we cannot rely on our politicians. They are not the answer. First and foremost, God is the answer. But in a land, if people want to be free... It's up to them. We were established as a constitutional republic. They have tried to take that away from us. But they've been fairly successful. As they scream the word democracy here and democracy there, we have, we cannot help anyone be liberated or bring democracy unless they want it. This president has put us on our own soil in great, great danger. And I will argue with Carvel easily over that. He is an arrogant, selfish, not very bright person. He may have lots of book learning, I don't know. Lots of people have more book learning than I do. But I can see... Once in a while, it just doesn't look good. Why are they in such a hurry to turn this country communist? Have you ever wondered why they're in such a hurry? They've been doing it for a long time. But you've been fools. We've all been fools. As they legislate this and they legislate that, one social program after another, welfare to keep people poor. That's all that was about. It wasn't to help anyone. That's what we were. That's what we thought it would be. But that wasn't to help anyone. It was to keep them poor, and reliant, and dependent on the Democrat Party, so that they would always vote Democrat. You know, Biden said, "If you you ain't black, if you ain't Biden, voting for me." Whoa! But that wasn't a racist remark. (laughs) That was just political remark. I believe that they are trying. I don't know why they have sold us out, but I believe they have sold us down the tube to China. And I mentioned this earlier this week, and I'm bringing it back today because I want you to remember it. I want you to stop and think about this. All that we heard about Yahweh taking, stealing, theft of our technology. Biden doesn't care. Oh, Biden's leaving... I don't know how many, the dollars, it's, it's, there's a dollar amount, but I can't remember what it was, but it's billions of dollars of equipment and technology over there in Afghanistan. They don't know how to use it, but they know how to sell it to China, to Russia, and they are drooling for it. If we had any brains, we'd get it back home, and if we had a half a brain, we'd bomb it all up. Well, the Biden White House granted the Chinese Communist Party linked firm Yahweh, which was crippled by Trump-era sanctions. He granted them licenses to purchase American auto chips according to the report. He's giving everything to China. Why? We see this pathetic old man, and I'm not, I'm not prejudiced against age because I'm getting there. He can't hardly walk to the podium. He just shuffles. He has faked his way through politics all his life. He has lied. He has cheated. He has plagiarized. And he continues to do it all the time. I don't know who writes his speeches. Maybe Jill. I don't know. I don't know who the voice is in his ear telling him what to say and who to call on. I mean... The leader of a free world gets up and says, I was told to ask this person the first, to take this question first. And there were many journalists that weren't allowed in the room. Only one Fox guy there. He got to ask a question. And then they kind of messed with his mic and it kind of went off. And Biden put his head down. Some people thought he was crying. Uh, other people thought he was just lost. <laughs> That's what I thought. We have a crisis. It is a crisis in the world, not just in Afghanistan. There were others involved here, other countries, and they are angry at obiden Biden. Parliament held him in contempt last week. But you won't hear the mainstream media tell you that you won't hear Biden say that. Well, yeah, we're all getting along, just fine. Yeah, what room were you in? Kamala's out of town. What kind of a leader goes out of town when this is going on? <laughs> Kathleen, Kamala, that's what kind of leader. Nobody liked her in the first place. Nobody. All right, so they want to force you to wear a mask. They want to force you to have lockdowns. They want to force you to self di- to uh, safely distance between each other. They want to force you to take shots, take vaccines. And, oh, the FDA approved one this week. Yes, they approved the Pfizer one. And now it's safe. I feel so much better the FDA did this. I feel really good about it. Don't you? Well, then yesterday this comes out. Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine linked to heart inflammation risk in real world study. Not the FDA study. The FDA gets it wrong all the time. You hear the commercials. You see them. All the uh, ambulance chasing lawyers. Who makes money off of this? The pharmaceuticals and then the lawyers. The pharmaceuticals and then the lawyers. Rudy shared the numbers the other day with the, was that Pfizer? Yeah, Pfizer got sued. A tremendous amount of money, but it was only about three and a half weeks of profit for them. It hurt, didn't hurt them at least, but it hurt the American people who were hurt by their drug. Well, the real world data from Israel linked Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine to an elevated risk of heart inflammation, research said this week. Israeli scientists found that the vaccination likely caused myocarditis or heart inflammation in one to five people per 100,000. Who wouldn't have otherwise suffered the condition? Well, I guess that's not very many to sacrifice, just, you know, one or five in every 100,000. And they're forcing the military to take this vaccine. Last I heard, Johnson & Johnson is probably the best one. (laughs) Nobody knows if it's any good. Well, the Supreme Court, we got a little victory, a little mini victory. The Supreme Court has blocked the CDC eviction moratorium from, well, it's the landlords that have sued them. Let me explain this. The landlords have taken this to the court, and the Supreme Court found favor in the landlords, not in the CDC. But they went on to say that Congress would have to make this decision. What the heck are we talking about? That Congress can make a decision whether you can charge a renter or kick him out. I mean, what are we talking about? Congress created the problem. These governors, I shouldn't say Congress, I guess, these governors in the blue states across this nation locked everybody down. Nobody can get to work. Nobody can get paid. And then Congress decides to pay everyone. So as they pay everyone, they can go buy boats, but they can't pay their rent. This is nuts. And we have Americans stranded in Afghanistan. But, you know, this is all that matters here in the States. You know, Nancy Pelosi's got to get another three-point-some-trillion dollars spent that's going to give the federal government control of the state elections. What do you think of that? Woo, timing, perfect. Just before the 2022 election that they know they're going to lose and they're going to lose hugely. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back.
1: If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you?
0: Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers.
1: Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call
0: right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. 800-378-3212. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. CFC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business. grow your business, grow common sense, and together we will bring America home. To be a part of CSC Talk Radio, call 573-796-2166. That's 573-796-2166. Or send an email to beth at csctalkradio.com.
2: John O'Leary is coming to Springfield's VTE Foundation's annual Pro-Life event. As a curious nine-year-old, O'Leary played with fire and gasoline and created a massive explosion, burning 100% of his body. This epic story of survival is one that embraces life and its importance when the odds are stacked against you. John's emotional storytelling, sharp wit, and authenticity make each of his presentations truly transformational. John has inspired millions from top corporate executives to those overcoming their own suffering. He's authored two books, including the number one national bestseller, On Fire, The Seven Choices to Ignite a Radically Inspired Life. John supports Vitae's pro-woman approach, which effectively reaches women facing unplanned pregnancies with life-saving resources. Come see John O'Leary at the Vitae Foundation Springfield Pro-Life event on Friday, August 27th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Get your tickets at adsforlife.org. That's adsforlife.org. That's MyPillow.com, and the promo code is Ann. And we have returned to listening to Getsy Talk Radio. This is Ann. What difference does it make? Well, because the days are evil. The days are evil. I was listening, uh, well, actually, I'm going to go back. I said my brother was in yesterday, and so we were talking about what might happen. We pray it does not happen here on this land, who might be safe for a time and who might be at the highest risk, which I believe are the people in the city. And um, he made a comment. He said, you got to make your commitment before you ever start. I don't think he realized how how deep that spear hit in my heart because, as I've shared with you, I've been here all this time with no income. Not for me, anyway. Just enough to keep the microphone on for another 30 days. But am I really committed? What will happen when they come to my door? Well, I cave? In fear? Or will I stand as a free woman? Or will my head go rolling down the street? I don't know. <laughs> Without even having a choice. Because I've kind of already made my, my mouth spin well known. I was writing this yesterday. I'm far, far from done with it. But I want you to take and understand, this is where I am. Where are you? What difference does it make? Can you see that this country is being gaslighted? We're being lied to. We're being labeled. We're being divided. More now than ever before. I I remember speaking that long ago. But I was hearing them talk about radical. So I started writing, I am a radical. Wear your freedom proud, but be warned, you will be tested. As I was listening to the propaganda news, opinion anchors, I kept hearing the word radical right. Now, I know we say the same thing, radical left. But apparently, if you love the U.S. flag, you're a radical. If you believe in God, you are a radical. If you wear a patriotic shirt, you're a radical. If you use the word constitution or constitutional republic, you're a radical. If you believe there are only two sexes, genders, you were born either male or female, you're a radical. If you question the ruling class, you're a radical. If you deny their fear-mongering of climate change, you're a radical. If you question the handling of the pandemic caused by the China virus, if you even say China virus, you are a radical. If you question the election integrity of 2020, you're not only a radical, you deserve to be locked up and reprogrammed. If you believe in life, and that abortion is death, you are a radical. If you choose the COVID vaccine, if you choose not to have the COVID vaccine, you are a radical and you deserve to be segregated, disassociated, even isolated from society, divorced from life as you once knew it. You are a radical. If you are radical, I challenge you to wear your freedom proud. But I warn you, you will be tested. This morning, I always have the radio, most always have the radio going while I'm getting ready, doing my little primping to come to work. And I really wasn't paying a lot of attention, but the network that... Produces my show. They're having uh, a radio radiothon. They're having that today for the Honor Flight. And so they were playing some patriotic music. And if I heard this song before, I don't remember. But I was getting ready to leave the room and turn off the radio when I heard a choir singing. I love choir. I miss it so much. I need to find a choir to get into But it was the song Till the Last Shots Fired. And I thought I would at least read part of it to you as we close today. I was there in the winter of 64 when we camped in the ice of Nashville's doors. 300 miles our trail had led. We barely had time to bury our dead. When the Yankees charged and the colors fell, Overton Hill was a living hell. When we called retreat, it was almost dark. I died with a grape shot in my heart. Say a prayer for peace, for every fallen son. Set my spirit free, let me lay down my gun. See, Mother Mary, I'm so tired. But I can't come home till the last shot's fired. In June of 1944, I waited... In the blood of Omaha's shores, 21 and scared to death, my heart pounding in my chest. I almost made the first sea wall. when my friends turned and saw me fall. I still smell the smoke. I can taste the mud as I lay there dying with a loss of blood. Say a prayer for peace for every fallen son. Set my spirit free. Let me lay down my gun. Sweet Mother Mary, I'm so tired, but I can't come home. Till the last shot's fired. In the fields of Vietnam, the mountains of Afghanistan, I'm still hoping, waiting, praying. I did not die in vain. Say a prayer for peace for every fallen son. Set my spirit free. Let my day, let me lay down my gun. Oh, sweet Mother Mary, I'm so tired. But I can't come home till the last shot's fired. Say a prayer for peace. For our daughters and our sons. Set our spirits free. Set us free. Let us lay down our guns. Sweet Mother Mary, we're so tired. But we can't come home. No one can come home till the last shot's fired. We lost men yesterday. Marines, Navy, Navy. Many Afghans were killed. Some civilians, the civilian Afghans. We have Americans trapped behind enemy lines. And our president won't go fetch them. I don't know when I've ever been so disturbed and so hurt and so angry at my country. As I am right now. And their arrogancies... Deal with it, people. And then they call the January 6th an insurrection, and I tell them, you deal with it. Because the American people are angry. But are we angry enough to say, I'm not going to take it anymore? We have to do something. Because the days are evil. I was going to read TAPS to you, but I think I will just stop right there. I want you to think about it. I want you to grasp the radical deep inside you. The radical for freedom and liberty. And the radical for God Almighty. And I want you to figure out how you can take action and bring America home.
1: I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not-yet-born, for looking the other way, for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate, and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch, and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life.